Welcome back, folks. This is Mark Steiner right here on The Mark Steiner Show and your source for cool jazz and more, WEAA, 88.9 FM, the voice of the community. Now, in case you all haven't heard, Polly won the state championship. And I've had the coach in the show before, and I always make this disclaimer that the coach, Sam Brand, uh, who I've known since the moment he came out of his mother's womb. (laughs) (laughs) His dad was my best friend, and Sam is also my godson, so... It's amazing to see what's happened here. Sam Brand's in the house along with Anthony Fitzgerald, associate head coach of the team at Poly. They're taking this team to amazing places. And Sam, Anthony, welcome. Good to have you all here. Thank you. Good to be here. So this is amazing. It is. It is. It's been been a surreal few days. (laughs) So seven years ago is when you kind of... Sitting in the Morgan office. Right. (laughs) Is that where it started? Did you play for Morgan too? No, I went to Stevenson University. Okay. But we went, I was in high school. He was he was a senior when I was a freshman there. Ah, okay. Yeah, so you we played ball too. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> he's in the he's in the Hall of Fame, Steve. He got inducted this year in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations! Thank you, thank Congratulations. you. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so uh, talk about take us back seven years before we jump into this championship game and season. You, you, because you had a philosophy going into this thing about what you thought needed to happen with kids who come from our city. Uh, and playing the game of basketball. It was about basketball, but it was about more than basketball. Definitely. Um, my experience um, in life as a young kid with basketball dreams in Baltimore, uh, growing up in the rec center and in public schools and uh, having gone to Poly, um, just got a, a chance to see the entire landscape of it. Um, and watch it kind of change while I was a student athlete in college um, and just kind of see the changes. And then and then I was coaching in college for uh, four years and had a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. I had a great experience at Morgan. Um, but at this point, uh, or at that point, I'd heard about the poly position and opening. And, you know, my goal had always been more than just to win basketball games. And, you know, and I had been a part of, you know, going to the NCAA tournament, Morgan, and it was, um, I just saw it as, I just knew it was the right opportunity for me. I got a call that was really timely with my graduation and earning um, my master's in math education in Morgan. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a perfect way to apply what I just learned to be an educator and also to do my own thing and, and to have my own program as a coach. And I had some unfinished business at Poly um, and felt that I had some, some things that I could contribute to not only the Poly community, but the public school system and the Baltimore basketball community. And I'd owed a lot to, to, to all of those things. And, uh, you know, this was my payback. And, and I, the first thing that I knew I had to do was to get the right people with me. You know, I, I'm... Um, I'm one person, and 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 I'm I'm into the. I understand the concept of team. I played college basketball, and I, I had to put together a team of adults. I wanted to get guys that were poly men, like uh, Coach Fitzgerald here, that were successful men, that were respected men in the community, that were committed to um, serving young people and reviving. Well, I shouldn't even say reviving, but uh, um, you know creating the poly basketball program and a new culture around it and have it be something that our alumni base and uh, everyone could be proud of. Because it's something a little bit different. I mean, it's just digression. Did you two ever play against each other in college? 
No. Stevenson never played Morgan. No. Okay, no. Just, I wasn't he, sure. He, so I, I was a, I was a senior at Poly when he came in as a freshman, and he he I mean he was a legendary player at Poly. I think that we both so we both were the man in our era at Poly, um, but. It didn't experience team success, and I experienced some academic hardship there, uh, you know, and just we both experienced that we were talented guys, but we didn't know we didn't we couldn't connect that to winning, and our experience with our teammates wasn't cultivated by the coach in a way that made us really embrace the program and the experience as, as being a student athlete at Poly. Um, I, I didn't even realize how important it was and how, you know, the opportunities that I had as a student athlete at Poly until the experience was over. Um, and I, I know that he experienced that as well. And we had, you know, conversations about it. Like, you know, imagine how good we both could have been or imagine how uh, good our teams could have been had, you know, true academic support and um, year-round conditioning and um, skill work and just year-round support um, because this is a really competitive thing. So, um, you know, so many young people out there looking to get uh, opportunities at college scholarship um, and and looking to win state championships that, you know, if you're not really serious about it and you don't have the um, – and then it's even tougher at a place like Poly, but, you know, because the reality is there, there, there are some coaches that are able to just coach basketball when they're basketball coaches, and you can't do that and be successful at Poly. It has to be a, um, a well-rounded thing, and you have to really look at each child as a full person, student – athlete and it takes a lot of time and commitment and it takes a group of people to do it and he was the first step in in, in finding that group was uh, so getting coach fist something with. I think I'm curious to ask, so how did you find coaching and working at poly the two of you in tandem philosophically in terms of the approach of basketball different in other places um I think the biggest thing for us both out he didn't really touch on it was like we was always underdogs like people told us like you couldn't do this at poly because you can't get the athletes to come there. And like, even us as playing basketball, I was an undersized big man. Like, oh, you can't compete because you're not 6'9". But it's it's not even about that, it's about your will and your drive to want to do something. And I know when he came to me, I coached in college for like two years myself, and I coached at the Division three level, which is like, it's pretty tough to recruit kids because, you know, you, we, they don't have scholarship money to give out unless it's academic. So when he came to me and said, like, I'm trying to do something special at Poly, it was never no groundwork laid there. Like, the groundwork is us now. Like, can nobody say tell us how it's supposed to be done or you should do this or you should do that because, nah, we did. We built our own foundation, our own culture. Like, that's why, like, I mean, he, he tell you all the time, like, I tell like, people just don't mess with us like that because we're not out here kissing nobody ass. We don't need nobody to do anything for us. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it how we're supposed to do it. Everything was done the right way. Like, we don't want nobody to hand us nothing. We don't want nobody to give us nothing. We're going to work for what we want. And I think this year just showed, like, the years and the, you know, the hustle and the grind that we put into it. Like, and we, we try to teach our kids, like, man, we do this because it's what we love to do. We don't, want, we don't expect anything from you guys. We don't want anything from you guys. We just want y'all to know that we're y'all family outside of your immediate family. And we'll always be here after you're done come back. We want all our guys to come back and show love to the kids and 
just you know just that type of environment like just embracing that and you know enjoying it because you did have those limitations of recruiting the kids because you couldn't just pick up a kid in the eighth grade because he was a great basketball star. Yeah, right? it, no doubt about it. The, the admissions the, are tougher. Yeah, admission, the admission process is uh, is very strict. Um, you know, the, the we every every young person coming in has to meet a certain academic standard, um, and unfortunately, it's. I mean, so we're talking about changing the culture. In so many different ways. So, like, it's a phrase that's used a lot when it talk when you talk about basketball programs is culture. Um, but there's there was there was the Baltimore basketball culture. There's the larger, you know, just youth basketball culture. And when it comes to young boys, especially, you know, if you're pretty good and you're 10 years old, you start to get this different kind of attention, and it isn't centered very much around what kind of student you are. Um, so, you know, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of our better 10 to 13 year olds in the area don't often come with, uh, you know, a superior academic resume. Um, and even that, with that being said, um, you know, we come to coach the team at Poly and the, and the team GPA was a 1.15. So it was like, all right, you know, these are kids that actually got into school here on their own merit. And they're not even, they can't even do the right thing in the classroom. And they're, you know, the, the academic, and, you know, you have the athletic rigors and the academic rigors, and those things combined were just too much for people on the team at the time that, you know, were getting in on their own merit. So it, it was a complete, the, the first thing that I needed to do was change our team GPA. I mean, it wasn't even, you know, it's no, not. EPA? GPA. GPA. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. You know, we, we. Um, we we had um, as I said we had a one one five my first my first um, time seeing the kids grades as a, as the basketball coach our cumulative GPA was a one point one five and I one point one five one five yes yes one point one five that was now I, I take zero responsibility for that one point one five because I didn't had I had no involvement with the young people before him but I'm looking at these kids and walking in and I'm like well you know. It'd be nice. I'd like to win some basketball games here, but if we don't if we don't change that, how could I look at a parent and say this is the program for you? And I got a bunch of kids walking around here with a one point something GPA. So you know, it truly was a creating a culture. I won't even say change, just to create a culture around our boys basketball program. And you know, over the years, I mean, it started out with you know me and the coaches being coaches tutors mentors and you know now we've had some alumni um, reach out and become a part of our support system that have helped uh, fund our tutoring program and we invest twelve thousand dollars a year now in having teachers in the school tutor our guys and our team gpa is now over a 30 every quarter this this past quarter was a 325 um so you know the, to be honest like you know the coaching accolades i'm, I'm getting a lot of love now um, and I appreciate it. And the last two days have been unbelievable. Yeah. But I, I, I've done some work at Morgan that I'm just uh, – at Morgan. I've done some work at Poly. <laughs> I've done some work at Morgan I'm pretty proud of too. But I've done some work at Poly that I'm just as proud of as a state championship. I'm, it's nice to get the recognition um, for winning basketball games um, in the last couple of days. It's been unreal. Um, the, the entire Poly community and – even people outside of it reached out. It's been great, but but you know the the stuff we've done to change the culture academically. I'm but this, e- let me explore this for just a minute because this is this is something that's not usually talked about in athletic circles and schools, uh, especially 
uh, if you are coaching a school where the athletes you're coaching are young black men, mostly from inner city working class neighborhoods, mm -hmm. who end up at poly with a low grade point average, and you all being as concerned about winning basketball and teaching them how to become the best basketball player as you are to make them academically successful they can get ahead in life. Right. That's really unheard of. Usually it's contradictory, like antithetical. You can't do mm -hmm. both. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. that, that Un is, unless you're some rich kid. Well, that was the not. Yeah. The, 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 it was one of the hardest things about being at Poly, but also it's this, it's this you know, it's not actually like, it seems that it's that way, but it's not actually like that. So what I mean is, is that we are like programmed in places like a Baltimore City public school environment to say that athletics is anti-academic, and it's just not everywhere else. Duke University puts a lot of attention into their basketball thing, I, 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 their program. I think that anybody that's a follower of college sports could see that. Harvard University is very vested in their athletic programs there, and they celebrate their athletics well. It's just that for some reason we're, you know, th that box that people want to put kids in in a place like Baltimore City and in the, in the, in the <laughs> public school system is a very small and limited box, but it's not the reality of the kids that I deal with. The, the reality uh, that I see in the young people I deal with is that, you know, while that getting it from a one-point one to a 3.3 was not a, an easy task at all. It is. It is. Sim it was simply helping people that had something already in them realize it in themselves. I didn't. You know, I didn't do any tests. You know, those guys did their own things. It's just that we provided the right support system, and I think it's a microcosm for a larger, you know, issue in our That's school system and, and 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 with our young people. When our young people have rec centers and tutors and academic support, they thrive and succeed. They are not, you know, I, I think, you know, that's the, the I mean, nobody would come right out and say it, but I think a lot of people's actions and their, you know, and, and their viewpoints come from a place that thinking that our kids are truly inferior. And it's, 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 it's a disgusting thought in my viewpoint because I see how wonderful our kids are on a daily basis. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, yeah, they're wonderful kids that need nurturing just like everyone else's child does, just like I did and, you know, um, Coach Fitz did as well. And it's just that, you know, and sometimes the challenge is coming from, uh, you know, a, a neighborhood in Baltimore may be a little bit tougher because you've had to deal with certain things that you've seen or, or resources that you didn't have. But, you know, when those resources are provided, when, when our young people are supported the right way, um, which is what our goal was, is to, you know, let, let's, let's show what support really looks like. Let's show what, um, you know, uh, how a student, let's show people that when a student athlete is truly developed in that way. And, you know, I, I'm super proud of the academics. It is, you know, it, it's, I mean, we literally are, are, you know, from things that we notice, our coaching staff helped change the grading policy in the Baltimore City public school system. Um, and, you know, weren't recognized much for that, just to be frank. Um, and it was a very important thing that happened. But the reason why we even were at the point of trying to do that is because we made it our mission to show people that you, you invest in the young people we got um, in this city, and particularly our school, then they're going to shine, you know, as bright as anybody. Did you find, Fitz, that the, were the kids, students reluctant to jump into the academic portion of this when you all started that? A little bit because those days become a lot longer for them because they're so used to 
probably just go to practice and not go home. Now it became, you know, you're going to study hall for two and three hours to make sure your work is done. Then we'll practice, and then you can go home. So how long is it? So you so they study for literally two hours. Yep. So the the John Crosby day. John Crosby <laughs> is the um, he's a sophomore at Dayton University, actually playing the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. Um, and when we talk to kids or a prospective parent or a prospective student, you know, we let them know that this is a lifestyle decision. And um, because it's so competitive and because the academic rigors are so strong and because sometimes, you know, you're dealing with stuff at home and, you know, it, what, what we, so the John Crosby day is a 6 a.m. workout. You get there at 6 a.m. You, you know, we have a shooting gun and guys come in early in the morning. They do an individual workout where they work on their skill set from 6 to 7.15. You go downstairs, you shower, you get ready for class at 8, go to school 8 to 3, get a quick bite to eat at 3, Study hall starts at 3.50. You're in study hall 3.50 to 6.15. Practice 6.15 to 8.30, 8.45. You're out of there about 9 o'clock, and you got to be ready to do it again the next day. So Whoa. that is a, you know, and, and so, you know, when, when we present that, so, you know, at, when we present that to a young person, you can see in their eye right away or in their reaction, is this is this the kind of young person that's ready for something like that? And uh, we, uh, we had, like, guys like John and the kid who, I believe, you know, has a chance to be the state player of the year that played for us this year. It's going to Temple University next year, Devondre Perry. Devondre is a perfect example. He came to us um, a great athlete, but relatively skilled. Not He, he had some skill, but needed to work on a skill set. Decent student. Um, came in his, his first, so his first semester or first quarter at Poly, um, he suffered from the same, uh, you know, the same shock of the academic rigor and all this basketball stuff he had going on and he had barely a 2-0 he's barely at a 2-0 and his first quarter of his senior year he was at a 4.0 and it was just unbelievable a kid who's you know 4.0 4.0 straight A's at poly I mean people at poly at poly people don't even under some people understand but you know to be to be an athlete committed to Temple already to show your team that you because you know he'd already gotten into the school of his choice and signed a scholarship and went out and got a 4.0 for the purpose of getting the 4.0 um, and to show his teammates and lead his teammates and then to have that kind of young man go lead his team to a state championship. I mean, it's, what, it's why we do what we do. It's an unbelievable feeling. Um, and those – because, you know, we're there for those long days as well. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up and, uh, you know, setting up for my kids in the morning at 4 or something if I'm going to be at – uh, school at six for a workout, so you know there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it from everybody. But and you got two little ones. Yeah, I do, I do, I do, <laughs> and I got a very, very understanding and supportive wife. Oh, you're a very so, lucky man. Know, I'm a very lucky man. Dominic Brand, you're a very lucky man. I'll kick, my, <laughs> I'll kick my coverage by far, no doubt about it. I mean, between her and his her, his best friend, which is my girlfriend, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, we, we are a family. We are. We That's are. good. We are the poly basketball family. No but this is it. to me, you know, I think just as we close out here, we'll come back and do a much longer conversation soon together, um, which I really want to do, because I think it's important to kind of really, as excited as I am about y'all winning the championship, and knowing, we just met Fitz, but knowing Sam for as long as I've known him, what you really believe in, in terms of the kids of the city and, and the kind of world we can build for everybody, mm-hmm. um, that you focus so much on academics as well as, and can still win a championship. Mm-hmm. Showing that kids in the city with a 1.0 average can come out, walk away with a 
a 4.0 average at the end. Mm-hmm. It says a lot about you know, what our city needs to learn about the power of our own children, Definitely. of their brilliance, mm. their potential that we do not service. That's yes. because people don't want to put that time in. Like, they're so quick to push people to the mm-hmm. side when they're not. I mean, in this time, you see it a lot. Like, if you're not already that guy or you're special, people don't want to put that time into that kid or they push him to the side and say, oh, he'll be all right. No, we take what's in front of us and we're going to help you become the best possible person that you can be. Like, and that's what it's about. Like, every kid, 1 through 15, contributes to that state championship game. Everybody was important, from the managers to the fans to the, you know, the guy that barely ever gets in in practice. But guess what? He got to see what it was like to win and to be a part of it. And that's what it's about. Like, he getting academic support. Like, he may not go play college basketball, but we had the guy, Reg, who was a photographer. He got two of our kids interested in being photographers now. Right. Because we put those kids in position to see that it's not just about, okay, you're the man for the team, but you're just as important as the man is for the team. Because without you, we don't have a team. Right. Right. Yeah. The, right. I, right. I think the um, – <clears throat> the piece that you're speaking about, about, you know, our kids' true potential, um, you know, and, 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 and what Coach Fitch is saying as well, um, you know, we we appreciate talent. We played the game. So when a young person can really play, you know, we appreciate their talent, no question about it. Um, but we appreciate putting together a team and, and uh, serving a program more. And it really does. I, I don't want 15 guys as good as Devondre. It's not. It's. Not, I mean, we're not going to find it, even if I did, to be honest. But <laughs> it's just not. It's not what having a good team is about. It's about guys learning, um, and accepting their part in a larger group, understanding something is uh, bigger than yourself. Uh, you know, being an example. Um, you know, our entire coaching staff. You know, we are truly friends. We are, you know, men that tell each other that we love each other in front of the guys on the team and. We're, um, you know, we're they they see that we're we have professional lives. We're not we're not squares, you know. We're 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 relatable people, you know. And we're educated men. We really we we take our intelligence as you know a vital part of who we are, and um, and we we expect our young people to do the same. My message to them in the locker room, um, to our seniors after the game, and I've been thinking about what it was going to be for a long time because. You know, we put a lot of work into this, and I've been visualizing what it would be like. And I was really happy to tell them that, you know, if this is the best thing you've done in 10 years, I'll be disappointed in every one of you. Because this is, you know, to achieve in this way is just to get people to get your ear. Now you're intelligent guys. Go tell them what you got to say. So, um, you know, uh, we just we just hope to support young people because we, we've seen firsthand that, you know, when you take, you know, the, the greatness that is in our city and, and – uh, support it and, and, and love it, then it's just going to grow. And, you know, we're, we're hoping this is just the start of, you know, our family growing and, and, and achieving great things. I believe it is. This has been great. And we're going to do a longer piece with you all very soon. I just think this is a, a really very important high moment for our city and for the potential of our children, which you all bring to the table in terms of believing in the kids in the city, showing they can achieve academically, athletically, become men and being coached by men who are honest, decent men, stand-up men who are with the, the people they're with, loyal to the people they're with, and have the intelligence to bring the substance to the game with the kids. You just, 
you, you're what we need. And so I, it's really it's an honor to have you on the studio. I think this is a, a message everybody has to hear. Uh, Anthony Fitzgerald, Coach Fitz is associate head coach of Poly. Sam Brand, they call you Coach Sam? Somebody call me Coach Sam. Coach Sam. Well, we <laughs> Coach <Brand>. Poly. <laughs> Good to have you both in the house, and uh, we look forward to uh, following this next year coming up and doing a great deal more together on the air. Thank you. Congratulations, Thank by the way. You. Thank you.